Hey, Kels. Hey, Z. What's going on? What's up? Not a lot of. It's the lowdown episode eight, though. Episode eight. We talking about the clingers today. The clingers, and who better to intro that than our friend Charlie Classic Williams? Hey, (laughs) what's up? What's up, Lodi? Ah. (laughs) Hey, I'm just let me just say this i'm so pumped to have you on this episode and for you to bring the male perspective and all your craziness it's, to this so thank you for joining it's gonna be so lit um thanks you know what i'm saying <laughs> thanks for the opportunity to come share my crazy stories with you guys coming awesome. live from the heart of from the heart of tennessee right heart of nashville tennessee checking in it's your boy classic williams with the extraness <laughs> Charlie, can you just give us a short little bio, like one, two sentences of what you do so people know who you are? Uh, Yeah, Uh, Classic Williams here, actual rapper, uh, straight (laughs) straight from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm also in a a duo called Unpopular Demand. You can follow us on Instagram at Unpopular Demand. And uh, yeah, that's me. That's what I do. Awesome. Just wanted to give you that little plug there. Yeah. Um, ready. <laughs> um, I'd also like to kick off by saying I had the glorious fate of meeting Charlie. Yo, how many years ago now, man? Dude, like, that was like on the, <laughs> on the four years his, ago, like four or five years ago, some shit. Like his cousin's graduation, I do believe, came through the spot where I was bartending at the time. It hit it off. I literally don't remember anything about that job except meeting your greatness with Ben friends. <laughs> yeah. Z came in the mix when we were in New York. We all tore it up. It was the yeah. summer of 2013. I remember this so explicitly because yeah. it was the first summer, right, Kels? That we yeah. were both like that was our summer. We were out every every single weekend in New York. Y'all showed me New York for the first time. Like that was my first time ever being in New York, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like we didn't <laughs> we didn't sleep. Like I was like. <laughs> exhausted at some point and some point I felt like I was like oh my god I'm gonna die here like (laughs) historical accuracy ladies and gents so we had one weekend I gotta just say say this Kels and I know you you know exactly what weekend I'm talking about I already know man it was Memorial Day weekend oh my gosh it's literally like five years to the day probably damn um we spent about over th- okay over 30 hours of the weekend in high heels like i didn't feel my <laughs> pinky toe for a solid 2 weeks after that nerve damage oh nerve damage jesus from christ being in fucking heels <laughs> okay. um okay so without much further ado we're out here episode 8 we're about to talk about stage 5 kalingers <laughs> yeah and so charlie we always start out um our episodes with my poll and thank you for participating and being like, you know, following those and everything. So, yeah, the question this week was, uh, have you ever dealt with a stage five clinger before? And a stage five clinger is somebody who is like obsessed with you unnecessarily, like, <clears throat> like, like just terrible, right? They're just clingy and all yeah. up in your business at all times. So the results of the poll, um, it was almost split down the middle. Like 55% mm. said, yeah, they dealt with a stage five clinger. And 45% said they didn't. But so the 45% that said they've never dealt with it, it was about a, a 50-50 split between guys and girls. That's kind of surprising to me. Not surprising. It's surprising to you? Yeah, I feel like more people just in general would have experienced this. 
Well, I'll I just some say people like, don't vote. Like a lot of people like don't vote. I have about twenty percent of the people who actually view um, the poll voting, which is pretty good engagement. Um, yeah, by that metric. And so eighty percent of the people who see it don't vote. So that could swing swing it one way. Or I the feel other. like if everybody oh. voted, er, like I feel like it would be a higher percentage of yes. Or a little yeah. fact drop: if you can't spot the stage five clinger in the room, guess what? It's it's you. you be it, you be it. <laughs> so yeah, so the people who voted that they that they did deal with a stage five, um, it was eighty three percent were dudes that mm-hmm. dealt with a stage five clinger, and that's not oh, surprising yeah. at all. It's great. Yeah, and I feel like that has to do with like just how we deal with those emotions and like, you know, what I'm saying, or just like how relationships are as far as like men and women are concerned. Like, I feel like. At a certain point, if you're like into somebody, maybe you're just into them for like a certain thing, and then like you're not really like I don't know, because I feel like I don't know, like I feel like a lot of girls are more clingy than I feel like that would happen to a guy more often than it would with a girl potentially. Yeah, like the I emotional think. distance or the yeah. ability to bounce it back off. Yeah, yeah. And no, I feel that. Or if the girl just doesn't know what it is. Like I feel like that's the biggest disconnect I right. see is someone gets clingy when they're when they're way out of out of step and they're not really understanding what the what the scenario is or there was never an agreement on it. And then someone acts out. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I just don't understand why some people like don't take a step back and kind of judge the situation for what it is and realize through self-awareness like hey you know what maybe I shouldn't be texting this guy like 10 (laughs) times in a row before I get one response I mean these are these are normal things that why don't you have that level of intelligence like you might be dumb Maybe I, maybe I shouldn't pull up at his work every afternoon when he ain't replying. Maybe I shouldn't like root through his garbage looking for for evidence. You know what I mean? I feel like girls really <laughs> be doing that though. Like, yeah, <laughs> the pop up, go. the the pull up. Yeah, yeah, like nah. <laughs> like, can we can we actually take a a real quick minute though to de- describe in all our eyes what the indicators like? Let's talk about some red flags and some symptoms. Mm-hmm. Of stage five and people like let's, let's do it let's lay it out um okay so i'll go first from a sh- just an experience that i had and just be really quick about it when they show up to events that they were not invited to mm, that's a there, good one. and they found out through like social media that you'd be there and then they show up and they don't even know anyone else there except you the stock the stocky right they're the stalker <laughs> you're the stocky the prey <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so that's one example. Yeah, I feel that. Charlie, go ahead. Uh, I feel like, I mean, just like the texting thing, like like you were talking about, like that's a good one. Like if if I let you know what what I'm doing, like why are you still texting me? Like if I let you know what's going on, and you're blowing me up, like sending me like ten text messages, like you gotta like, I don't know. I just feel like. At that point, like I'm, I don't have, uh, I, mean, I don't have a girl. I have like a, a babysitter or like a mom or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just kills the attraction. Do you, yeah. do you agree? Yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, for me, my thing is like a bit worse than that, in my opinion. When they come checking for you outside of you, like 
when they uh, try to find some sort of cross reference like if they I don't know, like notice that I'm in a picture at something and I told them I wasn't available that weekend. Like, oh, OK, so uh, so I talked to um, so-and-so whose picture that was. And oh, yeah, you, you're too busy, but you had time to go like shit like that. Like uh, uh-uh. triangulating my yeah. location or checking for me through people <laughs> when I'm not trying to talk to you. Checking four square. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> Literally find a friend. Um, Where did she check <laughs> in at? Yeah, like Google Maps and it, whatever. So, um, or just be- even going through a friend in general, like, like why are you talking? Why are you talking to my friends? Yeah, trying to figure out where I'm at. Like, they're, they're not your friends. And best believe it doesn't reflect well because you know it's your friends are gonna hold you down, and of course you're gonna hear about it. Of course they're gonna blasey blasey and play it off to the stalker, but they're gonna come right to you and be like, "Yo, bro, check this screenshot. Look what look what so and so saying." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, like, how, I'm guessing both you guys have dealt with a stage fiver before. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna, I want to hear Charlie's um, perspective, because he represents the majority of people who voted that, yes, they did deal with one, Mm -hmm. all the guys that voted, so, take it away, Charles. Well, I wouldn't even, like, honestly, like, I don't even know if, like, I don't know how to start the story. And also, <laughs> I don't know if she was just a stage five clinger or she was just, she's actually just a straight up stalker. Oh. <laughs> so, like, it's not like she skipped, she skipped by, like, being clingy and then just went straight to, like, crazy stalker territory. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're in a safe place, Charlie. All right. So, let me, let me tell you a story. All right. I'm going to tell you a story, kids. Strap on in. <laughs> Charlie here. All right, so basically, you know what I'm saying, and I won't give her name out because no, we're I'm anonymity just, friendly here. Yeah, we'll keep it friendly. But this girl, we'll say her name is um, what could her name be? <laughs> we'll I don't say know. Name. Karen. I was gonna say Karen. I was <laughs> literally gonna show? say Karen. But Karen now, are usually stalkers. Yeah, let's okay. <laughs> fuck it. Let's, let's say her name's Karen. Right. <laughs> Doing her dirty. Let's say her name's Karen with a K. And uh, basically, like, she was one of those girls, like, I had known her. Like, we didn't go to school together. Like, we, like, just kind of knew each other through, like, mutual friends and shit. And, like, like, I know her since basically, like, I was in high school. But we didn't go to school together. But anyway, so, like, we were never, like, a thing. Like, it, we were never, like... Yo, this is my girl. Like none of that. This is my was, girl Karen. I'm. This claiming. is my girl Karen. Like none. It was never that. It was <laughs> you like never claimed her. You never claimed her. Ever claimed her? Like every time we linked up, it was straight action. Like straight. <laughs> like we were get we were getting to it. You know what I'm saying? Like it got to the point like where like we have been through some shit. Like we like got caught in the park. I had to okay, some, Karen. I had to go. I had to do like community service type shit for this. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you were solid friends with benefits with this girl, but nothing more. Nothing more. Like, we, I never took her out. You would never see me with her. Like, you would never see me with her. Like, the only way you would even know about her is if I told you about her. Okay. You or if she was saying? in the park when she was busting it open recreationally. Yeah, so it was like. Totally on the down low. Get it? Get it? It was on the down low. You feel me? So, like, even like, even then, this kind of transpired, like, all the way through college, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even, like, freshman year, she was coming through. 
to the dorms and shit. Like, she come through or whatever. We did what we did. And, uh, oh, my God. Like, I could get, like, into detail about that because it was, like, we kind of, like, we did it once in my friend's bed. (laughs) And he found out about it. But I'm anyway. your friend um oh he already knows. <laughs> yeah, oh, he knows. Yeah, he 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 definitely knew. Um All right, so you guys had fun. You had a lot Yeah, of- yeah, yeah, like the over the sounds like the underground queen. Over the years, she was like she was like <laughs> you were 10 years a slave. Oh man. She was like 10 years of debt. Like 10 years <laughs> just straight up like you know what I'm saying, like on the low. Like like a solid team member on the squad. So, wait. So, just if I can ask a question, why did you never consider, um, you know, being with her? If you guys hit it off so well, otherwise, we didn't know. Like, I mean, it was just that. Like, literally, it was literally that. And then, like, she would leave. Like, I would leave. Like, I wouldn't, because she was like, she was literally like probably like the most like. And I and this was probably a red flag, but she was just slow as hell. Like I can't even really explain it. Like, Damn, she was just super know? slow. Like she just like you try to talk to her, and it's just like it's just not all like something like something wasn't leaves. all there with her. Oh, okay, okay. that kind. Of, okay, like she was Got asking it. for like like she came over one time. She's like she she came with my homie uh my homie crib, and she was like, "Yo, you guys got any potted meat?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Like she was what? like, "Yeah, like some potty, like some meat snacks." So I mean, honestly though, if <laughs> if this is the oh type of girl God. though, you're not even gonna want to claim her off. Of, I mean, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't be comfortable leaving a girl like that in a room with my home, like my homies, and being like, "Hey, this is this is my girl. Like, hold it down. Like, I'll be back. Like, this sounds like a girl you can't really, you don't want to be out with." No, not at all. Like, not. Not by any chance, but here's the thing though, like it gets worse, like it just got it got so crazy, like so like but so far you haven't said anything that's crazy, like what, this is just the beginning slow build was it a slow build up to the crazy? This is a slow build, very slow build, this is a slow burn, <laughs> right, this is a slow burn, like everything was fine, like you could see signs or whatever, like she would go off and do her thing or whatever, she'd be her her like little relationships with people. And, like, I would just, like, literally, like, just after that, I just wouldn't hear from her. Then I'd hear from her again, and we'd do the same thing. And this went on for years, right? And so, eventually, I mean, she just got to a point where she started flipping the fuck out. Like, literally, like, I had to tell her, okay, let me just, I'm going to just be truthful. Like, I'm going to just tell you the whole fucking story. Like, all right. Break it down, break it down. All right, so, me and my friends, here's how fucked up me and my friends are. It's me. Ladies, take heed. It's me and my homie, my homie B. Clark and my homie Morgan. And this is like a long time ago. But like, basically, we were like on some like, yo, like, let's just invite people over that we're like slick lying to. And just kind of like have like a house of lies party. Like, just bring them over. Just be really nice to everyone. And then the next day, we just don't have to talk to any of them. <laughs> and I was like, so all right, cool. cool. I was like, cool. So, Sinister plot. Okay. So I was like, cool. I'm going to just call Courtney over. So I called Courtney. And I was like, yeah, like, yeah, like, like, like let's take this. 
let's take this to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go hang out with my friends and, you know, like, maybe I might want to do this. I was, like, real loose with it. So we all went over to uh, my homegirl's house, and we all, like, kicked and, like, played drinking games and shit for a while. And then, like, the next day, I was like, yeah, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't really want to do this. And that was my mistake. That was the biggest mistake I made, like, right there. Because at that point, because that gave her, like, some kind of, like, false hope that this was really going to happen. The false hope. Yeah, it was real fucked up. I should have done that. But at the same time, though, like, I mean, I've been, at this point, like, I had still, like, this is, like, eight years in, like, you should already kind of have an idea of what this is. Like, we don't ever hang out. This is this has only been this for like damn near a decade at this point. The thing is, like, I, that's why that's why I don't understand how a girl doesn't get it. That's what this I'm trying to bleeds, say. Yeah, this kind of bleeds into like the next episode that we're gonna have exclusively just talking about. He's not that into you if. Like, he's not that into you if he's not down to, like, date you or be exclusive after eight weeks of knowing you, let alone eight years. Like, exactly, exactly. Like, I never, I never, I wouldn't consider what I was doing leading her on because I never showed any interest in ever really dating her other than that one night and it was a joke. Like, out of eight years, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't like, oh, yeah, baby, let's go to the movies and shit and, like... (laughs) Like, like none of that shit was going on. Like, none of that shit was going down. Like, it was straight action. This this is a good spot, really, really quick to interject, though. Humongous tip for all y'all listening. If the person you're getting down with doesn't want to be out with you properly. Public. It's dead. It's it's not it's not a good thing. Like, and don't ever get it twisted for something better than that. Because even if you have, like, this girl with you, Charles, like, she would probably, she's probably a type of girl. It's like, oh, I was, I've been holding him down for this long. And like, he, he always comes back to me and like, we got something going on. That's what she's going to think. Meanwhile, you're like, nah, she comes, she goes, she checks in, she checks out. Like she's always down. It's like girls see it a, uh, unfortunately a different way. Yeah, definitely. Like, well, and don't... the other thing is, it's like, if you're consistently hooking up with someone, <clears throat> eventually, um, you're the woman's going to develop feelings unless she has other people on the back burner. If you're on rotation, then she might not. But, um, true. Yeah. So that's a, that's a dangerous game you play when you try it is to a dangerous the game. benefits thing for, for a while. Yeah. But go on, let's get to the crazy. I want to hear the yeah. off stories, the craziness. Yeah. All right. So we get into it. So here's what happens. So basically like after, after I broke that off or whatever, <laughs> after the house of lies party, she, at that point, just went completely apeshit, like, literally, like, fucking, like, was blowing my fucking phone up, like, literally, I woke up to, like, 16 voicemails, mm. like, all this crazy shit, like, I'm talking about, like, I had to, like, block her number, I didn't want to change my shit, but I almost had to, I had to get, like, an app that, like, specifically, like, I was, like, paying, like, four or five dollars a month, to <laughs> like, just to use this app just to like block her number specifically because she was calling me so much it was fucking ridiculous like literally like went on like my fucking instagram and like left like 20 comments under all these different pictures like oh my god like me and i had to like block her off my like all socials was she, she saying crazy shit in the comments she was saying like ridiculous stuff like stuff that i can't even like literally stuff that like 
it's like the but, stuff like, that threatening you, was, you or like threatening you? me, threatening my family, threatening no. like to like fucking like hurt herself, like uh. just doing all kind of shit, like like wilding, like I don't even know what you know what I'm saying, and. That's she was really like, crazy. She was like, That's fuck really... you, Charlie. Like, fuck you. Like, like, oh my God. Like, all this is like, like, if you can't have me, like, if I can't have you, like, no one can type Whoa. shit. No. Yeah. That's, that's like she'll come and find you and like hurt you kind of shit. Oh, that's yeah. That's not okay. Have oh, you yeah. Like, oh, yeah. reported her to the police? Oh, yeah. I thought crazy. about it. Oh, here's here's where and here's and here's where the craziness re- reached its apex. So <laughs> It's Zenith. <laughs> I get a call from her talking about like actually she was just like mumbling and shit. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like You got around your four dollar a month block? Yeah, like she got around cause cause she called me off like some other number. Of a payphone. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, no, well, I'm gonna tell you what where she was at. So then I get a text message from her mother. So her mom is texting me talking about, yeah, Courtney is, oh, shit, I just said her name. <laughs> yeah, you said it earlier, too, but I didn't say it. Whatever. Yeah. Her name's Courtney, guys. Whatever. <laughs> just, her name is Courtney. All right. So Courtney or whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was like, yo, so, yeah, like, she's in the mental hospital right now. <laughs> and- oh, no. And she really wants to talk talk to you. Like she just really wants to talk to you. I was like, I literally like had to send her mom a message. Like, ma'am, listen to me, okay? I don't want to have. I've already told your daughter this. I don't want to have anything to do with her. I've let her know this several times. Like literally, like she's blowing me up. She's threatened me. She threatened my family. She said all this crazy shit. Like. If you don't make her stop talking to me, I'm going to have to consider my legal options. Because she's like, wild the fuck out. And then, and then I didn't hear from her for months after that. And then, like, literally, like, she got another Instagram and started spamming my Instagram again. And that was, and that was maybe like, that was maybe like less than a year, like maybe six months ago, maybe, maybe a year ago. And I haven't heard from her since. So. Well, good. I'm glad. Um, yeah. That's kind of crossed into like legit crazy territory, like yeah. mental illness. Yeah. I mean, that's serious. That is yeah. really serious. It got, it got dark. Damn. It got dark for a second. Wow. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gotta know though, like, why, in the general survey of our opinion, like, why do you think women are more inclined to be clingy than men? Like, I just, I got my ideas, but I just want to know, because, like, I feel like I've, I've known men to be clingy, but it's more of, like, a possessive clingy. It's not an emotional needy clingy, and I feel like there's a difference, um, and I feel like there's an easier way to shut down a man that feels possessive than it is for a woman that doesn't understand, like, doesn't have that sort of intent to be have ownership. Um, but, yeah, like, why, why would y'all say that women are more likely? Like, you weren't, neither of you were surprised at the poll. Probably because probably they don't get enough love at home. No, stop. I mean... You th- wait, for the women? You think the women don't get yeah, enough love? Yeah, like, I mean, like, it starts up. It starts with, like, what you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it mm-hmm. starts with, like, your upbringing and, like, all that shit. So if you don't get that at home or if you didn't get that or get enough of that, 
then you try to like search for that in other people and like relationships. So you get like if they don't know how to handle it, they just like fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, lose, lose their lives. The other, yeah. I think if the girl, if the woman doesn't really have much going on in her life, um, and also has that kind of codependent attachment personality where they find their identity or like their identity becomes their partner that mm-hmm. it's it kind of leads into all that clinginess that, that just kind of goes hand in hand and uh yeah it's like codependency and not really having much going on it's a yeah. it's a bad mix also like you ever heard of hypnotism yeah yeah digmatism <laughs> Like me personally, like I'm I'm a certified digmatist. And like literally like after a while, they'll just they just, you know, they just don't know what to do. It's like they don't know how to handle it. Yeah, here you can be digmatized. Blaine slang in the game. Seriously, like for real. Like it's that's some real shit. <laughs> it will like I mean, on God's honor, like if it's good enough, it'll drive a woman insane. Like she'll do whatever she's gotta do, like a crackhead, go get it. Um, but it's also that combined with the denial like again if a man say for instance if if you allow I think it's also a key thing for me is what women invite and what they allow like Mm -hmm. if you're inviting these scenarios to play up and and be long-lived like for goodness sake for eight to ten years if I'm inviting that sort of that sort of situation and and continuing along with it and then allowing a man to diss me no offense Charlie, but if a man invited me and it had been that long and then he invited me to something that I felt was kind of sus in the first place, like, wait, why all of a sudden are you doing this and now you want to be seen with me and, and you've never still taken me even for a damn Subway sandwich at lunch? Like, come on. I mean, that's because <laughs> you got self-respect for yourself. Yeah, and, I, and that's what it is, you know? It's like, what do you invite? What do you seek out? And what do you allow? Men will do only what you allow and the demanding respect comes with what your mm-hmm. what your threshold is for allowing certain behaviors if i sense disrespect it's over it's done like i have no problem no problem calling someone out and walking away but a lot of women out here and we'll say men um maybe don't have that backbone and have that confidence to to demand that out of out of the way people treat them yeah, yeah. um z what's your story <laughs> oh my story about stage fives yeah. <laughs> um i don't know i kind of alluded to it earlier the most blatant the most blatant ex- experience that I had of that was so basically just to expand on that story I went to my business school's like event that they threw where there's um startup startup companies there and I'm in venture capital so it's a good mix and somebody started chatting me up they're looking for capital like to fund their business whatever um wasn't too interesting for what we were looking for um but we exchanged business cards and it was a totally um, normal platonic like business uh, conversation. And then this guy kept hitting me up, hitting me up like email after email, like week after week saying like, Hey, it would be great. Also separate from this, if we could meet up for a coffee. And sometimes they try to like sneak that in. Um, when you meet somebody at these networking events, it's happened a bunch of times. Um, but this person kind of didn't really stop. Um, and then I had posted maybe like two weeks later that on LinkedIn that I'd be going to a different event, not related to start to the startup community. Um, and 
this guy like showed up at the event wow and i'm like here i am at the end of it like in a group of people talking and somebody taps me on my shoulder and i turn around and i'm like oh like uh what are you doing here <laughs> those were the first words out of my mouth because i was so i was floored it was one of those moments where you're kind of like a deer in headlights and you don't know how to respond yeah. <laughs> yeah. and recently like this guy sent me an email on mother's day a couple weeks ago saying like oh happy happy mother's day to your mom what and it's like bruh i never what? responded to any of your emails what makes you think i'm gonna say anything now I think emailing as well as a as a way of courtship is mad sus. Like if you're trying to like <laughs> chat me up mm-hmm. on email, I feel I think I find that very strange. Yeah. So that's my experience. That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my whole thing is with that is like he really thought like, oh, she's gonna love this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he really like thought about that. Like he like if that's that's the crazy thing. Like, that's where, you see, that's the thing. Like, it's kind of like how, like, the best villains in, like, superhero movies, they always think they're the hero. Yeah. So, yeah. it's kind of like, in this situation, it's like, these people don't know that, like, what they're doing is kind of abnormal. They think, like, oh, like, this is so romantic. Yeah, they're delusional. Like, the one... Okay, so luckily, I have only had an experience with one... I'll call it, like, you know, Saran Wrap? We'll call him a Saran Chap. So this guy was, like, (laughs) from the start, first date, like, super, you know, romantic and traditional and actually really impressed me, you know? And I was like, wow, I'm really digging how, you know, sincere. And he was older and he he was doing everything right, okay? So I find it strange that he kind of... I don't know, he would, like, stare into my eyes a bit too long, and that bothered me, but I kind of overlooked it, because I was like, wow, maybe I look good. I don't know. And so then on date two, um, again, like, really lovely couple couple things planned. We go to the second venue, off to a third, because it's still going well. And I come back from the bathroom, and it was like something had switched. I think it was maybe him seeing someone, like, make a pass at me on my way over to him. But no matter what it was, this guy was huge. Like, 6'3", like, Hulk hunch type guy. Um just kind of pins me into the bar in front of everyone like arms one locked on one side one on the other like confrontational hips like pretty much into mine he was just like you know i love you oh my god you know i love you yo when i I just got goosebumps i just got goosebumps for real girl how do you think i felt i was like eight drinks deep and i was looking up in this man's (laughs) eyes and i was like this is how it ends this is how it ends he's about to glass me over the head and taking some, and so I look at him, and because I've always, luckily, I've been taught when I'm afraid in these situations to stand my ground and look someone in the eyes, so they know I'm not playing. Like I just said, you need to, you need to step back, and you're scaring me. And he goes, "Well, fuck you." Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh, my, you know I, I love I, you. <laughs> you know I want you. <laughs> I want you, Kelsey." Oh, which, which, Come wait on, a minute. Greg. Let me just pull that. Are let me just like me? dissect that real quick. If a guy were to do that and you guys were really feeling each other and you've been together for a while, I mean, that's like pretty hot, I must say. Okay. And this is this is why Char- <laughs> Under a different context. Well, this yeah. is the thing. This is why Charlie's comment really rings true, is because maybe in his mind that's what was about to pop mm-hmm. off. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. he he was towering over me in a situation where I take an age and a half to thaw out. And I'm I'm like, I'm really 
you know, I'm just trusting as it is just because I, of my past and of a lot of different things, right? So that's not something I'm comfortable with. And nothing about the way that I carry myself or was indicating toward him implied I'd be happy with him to do that. So anyway, back into pin mode. So now he's telling me, fuck you. Now I'm actually really upset. And I'm like, yo, what is your problem? Two guys come over from behind him because they could mm. see that this was like, I looked that alarmed. They said, excuse me, miss, do you need to go home? Do you want us to get your bag for you? And I said, yeah, actually, thank you. I'd really appreciate that. And I said, um, I'm going to go to the restroom. We'll be right back. So I go. These guys had already like gotten my stuff. They're waiting by the door for me. I come back. He's now stood with them saying, Kelsey, you know I love you. I would never upset you. I would never upset you, Kelsey. Mm. I love you. How long has he known you for? Wait. Uh, yo, date two. <laughs> date, date two. two. Date two, Charles. We are, what, we how, are like, like, how spread apart were these dates? A week like, and a half? <laughs> the, it, trust me, this was not normal. This was so not normal. And the funny thing is, you want to talk about red flag? Like at the dinner, maybe two stops before this, at the start of the night, he tried to warn me. I Looking back, I can see that, you know, when I fall, I fall hard. Um, everyone in my life is in relationships and I've just been waiting for that special girl. Like, I think you're that special. I'm like, look, I can take that with a grain of salt and I can appreciate that. But you really, you not only fell, you like wanted to headbutt me down with you. Like, this, you can't force <laughs> yeah, me to that's like you. That's not love. That's lust. That's obsession. Well, right. That's, yeah, that's right. obsession. It's not even lust. Yeah. So let's, okay. So I, I made my escape thanks to the kind gentleman that stepped in. Thank the Lord for like public decency. Um, so I, I wake up the next day. I'd cried my eyes out. So I was just like, God damn it. Like, there's so many crazies out here. I just want to find someone that's like down free, but not going to kill me. So I go to work. <laughs> not an axe murderer. <laughs> yeah. Baseline. I go to work the next day and, and everything's fine. And I had written him a message in the morning. So I didn't, I didn't want to hear from him, but I felt again, it was important to say my piece, make it known that I don't want to hear from him. I was disturbed by how he behaved and leave it be. Um, I wrote him. I saw he read it. I then decided to block him. And that was what I, how, how I wanted to leave it. I didn't feel like he deserved a call or anything. I'm then downstairs then in my day, and I hear the doorbell ring at the gallery, like where I work. Mind you, oh. he's, I've never told him where I work. He, as far as I was concerned, like, Z, you guys both know I don't got social media. I'm actually kind of hard to find Yeah. Um, by design. <laughs> the doorbell keeps ringing because I think, oh, it's just a client who doesn't understand that I'm done at 530 today. I come up because the doorbell rang twice more. And it was him standing outside of my workplace. Wow. Um, again, like, I can't tell you how scared I felt, but I was like, I'm just going to, luckily, this is illegal, so I can get myself in trouble. But in the UK, you're not allowed to pepper spray. I won't say anything more than that, but I did have my hand on something. And I go to answer the door, and I just cracked it just enough, and I said, you shouldn't be here. I said, I, well, I just felt like, you know, I wasn't getting through on phone calls, and I felt like a, a phone call wasn't enough of an apology. And I was like, you have one minute. What do you want to say? We left it at that. He said he was gutted how he behaved. Obviously, like he he wanted to give me the dignity of an in-person apology, which I could appreciate. But again, I still found unnerving that he would come and show up unannounced to a place where yeah. he's not allowed yeah, to that's, be. That's In that situation, I wouldn't even like crack open the door. I would like bolt out of there because yeah. you don't even know what kind of things these people are capable of. I know. I a know. Spot, I mean... a, a spot of tea and a rape whistle. <laughs> Seriously, though, that's the first thing that comes to mind. These these people are, are unhinged. I know, man. Crazy. And unhinged. so it's like, I mean, me personally, I think we could all share because I'd like to know how y'all deal with people that behave this way. But I do. I am a firm believer in standing my ground and looking someone in the eye. I know when it's safe and unsafe and everyone has that in like internal sort of threshold where they feel they can handle. I felt like I should at least 
say something, let him know, like, do not contact me. You will not hear from me and best of luck. But, um, like, how have y'all guys ever dealt with kind of telling someone what's up or do you not, do you just block them and try to outrun them or. I mean, I've, you know, my situation. Yeah. I just kind of, I blocked her. I blocked her. I mean, I told her what's up and I blocked her. That didn't really work. I had to pay $6 for an app. <laughs> that really didn't work either because she just found other ways to try to contact me. But I mean, in those situations, it's really just, it's best to just be as clear and transparent as possible because, mm-hmm. I mean, personal space is important. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Absolutely. Yeah, I would definitely tell them what's up just to clear the air on everything so you both know where where you stand. And then I'm not a fan of blocking. Charlie, your situation is way extreme, so I get it. But I'm not a fan of blocking the crazies because I want to be alerted if the crazy does pop up at some point in the future. Mm. Meaning like if a text comes through, if a call comes through, if a post, I don't know, whatever. Um, I just, for me, it's, it's better to just be aware of a contact attempt rather than to not be aware and you know, maybe it escalates and the person really goes, goes crazy and you need to get like authorities involved or something like that. Thank God I never had to, but I know that this, this probably has happened. It's more scarier for women. Women. I'll say that. Mm. Cause I was, I mean, I was scared my little situation, but I never really just felt physically harmed unless she like was going to like pull up on me with like a fucking shotgun or some shit. (laughs) But I mean, for Tennessee women, shit. though, like, that shit is kind of scary. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, a man could, not nine times out of ten, easily overpower power a woman. So I, I believe in that 100%. Despite all the um, self-defense classes that you can take, like, pound for pound, I mean, a dude is just going to totally overpower you. And that's, yeah. and that's scary, you know? And that's why you got to kind of, like, nip this stuff in the bud real quick um, and just get out of yeah. there. Because the not knowing is what will also further provoke people that are capable of this behavior. Like, if it's just like um, any sort of <laughs> nagging health issue, if you ignore it, it doesn't necessarily always go away. It usually gets further inflamed. So it's definitely to your benefit if you're dealing with a clingy, just to let them know what the deal is, let them know as clearly as possible, make no mistake about it, and then and then the rest, you know, you have to take measures as and when. But um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, those are good life hacks. Yeah, Charlie, we always end on like a life hack. And have you got one for perhaps the women out there listening in particular, kind of as a man? <laughs> Any tips, tricks? Yeah. Um, shit, I don't know, man. Just get you an iPhone so you can block that shit instantly. <laughs> that's, that's my life hack. Get off them Androids and just, you know, press that, press that little hide, hide all notifications and just... <laughs> You live your best life, you know? So Charlie's trying to get that endorsement from uh, Apple. I'm trying to get the Apple endorsement, man. <laughs> trying to get the Apple bag real quick. Yeah. <laughs> one, other, life- one other thing, like, I yeah. will say this, like, like as far as, like, men are concerned, like, like men can be very clingy, too. Like, like I know, like, a lot of times, because I've, like, I've witnessed this, like, like with just like my female friends or whatever, like they'll try to like buy their affection to the mm. point where like like literally like we were all living in the house. It was like me and my two friends and like my female friend, she was dating 
this dude or whatever. And he literally like bought everybody in the house like like cool ass phone chargers. Like he was like That's so extra. Cool. He was like he almost bought her a car, like let her like literally drive this car around for a while that he was like <laughs> dude, it was crazy. it was crazy. It was crazy. Do you think Charlie, have you seen this also? Um maybe the clinginess from the man side appears differently. When they're in a relationship with someone or a new relationship, they totally disappear, like flatline from their friends, um, not mm. not hanging out with the guys anymore, and they just kind of go offline and they're only with their significant other. I've definitely heard of. I mean, I've definitely like heard of that. I haven't really just experienced too much of that in my friend group, but like I've definitely like heard of that. Like I know like a friend of a friend where like he just like literally like every time he got into a relationship like that was his whole thing like we never saw him ever again <laughs> you know what i'm saying type shit so i mean it, it happens yeah, yeah i like a dude z i don't know if you can vouch for this too but i'm very wary of anybody trying to there's a difference between someone taking you out and treating you nice because they want to and because they they feel that type of way about you and there's also golden handcuffs and women financial security and having your own shit going is the best thing you could do for yourself not just because it'll attract someone who's even more quality on the other side of things but you won't get yourself stuck in a precarious situation when some dude wants to flip it on you and be possessive oh you like that phone i bought you that phone oh you like your car i bought you that car oh you yeah. like those clothes i invented you like never get yourself in that situation i think do men and women alike, but they do try to flip that on you, and that is a form of clinginess and, and possessive behavior. Or yeah. just trying to be controlling, you know what I'm saying? Like, I did all this for you, so yeah. you owe well, me You owe me them guts. Yeah. <laughs> Altruism ain't Seriously. real out here in this game. That's some, yeah. real, that's some real shit. Z, you had a hack, didn't you? Oh, yeah. So my hack would be, uh, I think... And this goes back to uh, what you originally asked, like what kinds of like behaviors or experiences that the person has had that makes them kind of clingy. I think a lot of it comes from insecurity too for women. Mm. Um, for example, like Charlie said, uh, if I tell you where I'm at, like you don't need to be constantly blowing me up, like figuring out what I'm doing every 10 minutes thereafter. Mm -hmm. So life tip, um, read a book, Take a bath. <laughs> take a bath. Um, go take a go for a run. Hit Listen up your to girls. This. Um, I don't know. Find something to do. Like cook a dessert. Like occupy your time so you're not constantly like obsessing over what this person's doing. And also think about like your own actions. And if you're if you're constantly hitting hitting a guy up, um, you're acting like the guy. And I'm a firm believer of this. I've said it so many times. Like stay in your femininity the guy is the pursuer he will come claim you when he's ready to and if he wants to and all you have to do is sit back it's literally like the easiest thing to be a woman dating let <laughs> the guy like, I feel like do everything that's I what feel, he's there to do and i feel like there. when you're in a relationship like when it's a real relationship then it, it all of this stuff like none of this stuff even really comes up like it's, exactly the it's really easy like it's just you don't even think about it like it's just easy like oh we're gonna hang out this day cool you know what i'm saying like yeah. there's no drama with any of this shit but when people start getting 
you know, they feel like they, they own a, a part of you or whatever. Like, and it, it's kind of different when you, like, in a relationship for real, like, when you're deep into a relationship as opposed to, like, when you first meet somebody. If you first meet somebody and you're, you know, expressing all this behavior or whatever, then that's fucking crazy. But if you're, like, if y'all together for, like, two, three years, or y'all live together, like, I could understand if you text me, yeah. like, where you at type shit. Okay. Well, look, I think the courting and the dating phase and those initial, like, the initial lead up to actually being in a committed relationship with that person is distinctly different from when you are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't got claim. Biggest difference. Yeah. And there's right. a lot of things that you're allowed to do when you do have claim than when you don't. Right. <laughs> and, um... In the immortal words of Tank, I can't make you love me. <laughs> not at okay, all. Okay, pipes. Wait, what? What's <laughs> I mean, not high? even. I'm just feeling that type of way. It's Sunday afternoon here. Feeling good. I love it. Um. So with that, Charlie, you've mm-hmm. been a star. You are a star. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming on and blessing us with your stories. Shouts Thank out you. to Courtney slash Karen, wherever you at, girl. <laughs> Hold Man, hopefully she's Damn. nowhere near hopefully me. Well, she's okay. Hope you're doing well. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully okay. she's all right. I mean, I, honestly, you know what's funny? Like, uh, my friend Morgan still like follows her on Facebook just because she's because she's insane and just like she's like just the stuff that she posts on Facebook. Like she's yeah. she's out in the world being crazy with somebody else. So <laughs> so good for her. Shouts to Courtney. Shouts, girl. Um, all right. And yeah, just stay safe out there, guys. Uh, do you and and just don't act wild. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out. All right. That's well, uh, this episode. episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one more. Let me let me give my one more shout out. Follow me on Instagram uh, at Classic Williams. Follow my group group Unpopular Demand at Unpopular DMND. We got some fire ass music. We finna drop our new mu- music video for Say Cheese coming up in June. Hey. So Ooh-hoo. stay tuned for that. Yeah, that's my and little, you can find, plug. You can find Charlie on the next post for this episode at officially the lowdown. We'll be putting up his handle. We'll be gassing him for sure. <laughs> Big fan of you, Charlie. And yeah. we'll always listen to you. So keep it moving. Woo! Thanks, and everyone. We out. Love ya. Peace Bye. out, people. Stay Bye, safe. Man. Make good decisions.